Yeah, in this life of sin and crime, seen some things that made me cry. Had to learn to fight for mine, had to fight to stay alive. Lost out, stuck in a while, all these days are raining down. Had to learn to weigh my time, gotta trust it's all divine. Yeah, so it's fate, serenading on the airways, delegating on the staircase, celebrating on the airplane. Yeah, stuck in a cage, I broke out the gauntlet, demons in your way to confront it. I'm on a different way, supersonic, yeah. Mm. Dropped out, I went to the hard route, almost gave my heart out, but I went like what's up everybody this what's is good? <laughs> this is gil and we have judah here with me um so yeah this is episode three part, part two. two season two season Living two Room podcast yeah glad to have you back here if this is your first time yeah glad to have you in general <laughs> uh yeah so we're um this is a part two of uh from our last episode that was for you guys last week for us like about 10 minutes ago <laughs> but this yeah one. if you listen to this before <laughs> listening to part one you're weird. Yeah, I, I You're don't freaky, know. Freaky, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like it's like watching a really good movie, but you skip to the end. Yeah, and then like only you watch my the mom beginning. does that. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to part one, you're my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a my mom joke. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yes, community. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, we we are having trouble actually on what to title <laughs> these Last two week, episodes. Yeah. Yeah, but community um, sacrifice is a good one. Yeah, sacrifice is community. Um, yeah, I th- I think it just hits um right it on the nose. It's different. Yeah, just about you know the uh the topic we're talking about and just um gives depth to um what we want to talk about and I hope you guys did learn a lot of things from our um part one just about how love equals sacrifice and yeah. if we want love inside our community we do need to sacrifice and it's not just one person's job it's everyone's job it's everyone's responsibility yeah. to do that what was, what was the good quote that you said people want to change their community but they don't want to be the change yeah. in their community <laughs> bars but yeah. <laughs> yeah okay community is sacrifice all right Gil. What, um, what, what, what do we sacrifice when we're in community? I feel like this can have so many, like, answers, yeah. but, like, for you, what's the first thing that comes up to mind when you think of, like, sacrifice in your community? Sacrifice in my community, I feel like it's just doing, just doing things for other people that i rather not be doing, to be honest, because, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's honest, though. Yeah. Obedience is not just doing something when you feel like it, but obedience is powerful when you don't want to do it, but do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that that's the whole thing with, like, why God gives us freedom, you know? Why didn't God just, you know, um, prevent Adam from eating the fruit? No, because he gave us um, uh, freedom. He gave us will because he doesn't want to be a tyrannical God. He wants to be a loving mm-hmm. God that allows his people to do whatever they want for better or for worse yeah for better or for and worse, it loves definitely. us so much that it'll even let us enjoy mm. or in other in other bad and worse terms yeah let us face the consequences oh. of our own choices yeah definitely um and yeah that that's why i think about sacrifice it's just like um because you know we got a lot of people that i <laughs> We probably see it like in uh, comedies or funny movies or whatever, but like 
maybe a character would say like yeah i love you but i'd rather not be doing this for you yeah yeah or or just something like along that sense you know um but yeah sacrifice definitely doing something that i'd rather not be doing but still doing it for Mm. that person anyway just because you love them you know yeah and uh yeah i think for me the biggest thing recently has just been like sacrifice of just being available wow like i think like if we can say anything about the 21st century person it's we're so busy now yeah like we have the entire world on our fingertips we have so much going on yeah and just like the best thing you could give someone is just your availability yeah because like i'm sure we've all been on like uh like with other people and like we're trying to talk with them but they're not really yeah paying attention to us <laughs> like i've been on a few dates where like Whoa. not really pay, or but like <laughs> <laughs> you're just talking to them like uh, at a dinner table at a restaurant and then they're just like yeah yeah <laughs> no yeah for real though and it's like same thing like it's Ooh. sad to see that sometimes the same thing happens at church wow well people will show up physically and thank god they show up physically but like yeah they're not paying anyone any attention yeah whether it's like sermon time being on their phone or even just like yeah. after the service yeah people want to go and they're like ah, i'm gonna just go home and mm, be yeah. on my bed and do my own thing all the time it's like Part of sacrifice is just being available. Yeah. Um, or maybe even on the other hand, like us as ministers, we see people that's going to church that they're sacrificing their own Sundays. You know, for a lot of people, that's like their uh, rest days. Their like the only day, day off. off. Yeah. Uh, to come to church. But maybe we're too busy getting caught up in like, you know, working around the church that we forget that. Oh, wait, there's people here. There's mm. people that want to talk to us that there's people that's just here to like want to learn more about the church you know and maybe for some of us we're too busy we're too busy with our own group or we're too busy yeah with our ministry and you know don't don't get me wrong like it's still important to still um to finish your work first at at the church also but we also need to learn that there's also a time for us to still socialize with the people so just that people feel welcome. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's like, even just this idea of like, we have to widen our understanding of what is considered like time spent with God. Yeah. Or just like, oh, like, it's it's very dangerous when we're like, oh, um, we spend time with God during the service, but as soon as we're done the service, this is not time spent with God. But it's, it's like, whether you're listening to a sermon together or talking about school after church, like that is all time spent with God. Yeah. And just the idea of like what it means to be what it means to be Christ centered is not just like doing things for Christ, but is also like I don't know, living the life living the life that Christ lived. And like we said in part one, it's like Jesus yeah. didn't live in the temple day and night. Yeah. He did in one point of his life, but there were other portions of his ministry where he spent a lot of it going the homes of sinners yeah. and spending time with people outside of what they would describe as a religious like event or interaction and just yeah. living life with people. Yeah. Um, yeah, even that like <clears throat> Jesus um 
like to add on to it, uh, Jesus didn't even just, you know, stay within the Jewish community. We see in a lot of yeah. parts of the Bible, Jesus interacted with Samaritans, you know, just yeah. like people that were rejected by the Jewish mm. community and were seen as, you know, as, I guess, not called as God's people in a sense. Well, yeah, seen yeah. as less than or just like not as good as Yeah, exactly. Us. Um... Um, but yeah, uh, where, where should we, I don't know how to segue this. <laughs> I just had a really bad brain fart. No, but like, like yeah, um, community, like, oh, like the story is going to tell like with Pastor Michael and with my dad. Oh yeah, yeah. Like spending a lot of time with them. Like I didn't even talk a lot. I was just like sitting there eating my food and listening to <laughs> them talk to each other. Cause there's a lot of wisdom that they're imparting. Wow. Um, but, like, even just listening to his story a little bit, like, I think we had dinner Saturday night. Yeah. Um, just, like, it's it was funny that um, his, like, he had been doing youth ministry in his dad's church since he was 16. But it was only, I think he said, like, February 2020 was when he opened his own church. Yeah. Which was, like, only, like, three months after, after. AGC. Yeah. And just, like, hearing his struggles of, um, like, he was talking about how I think all of his expenses every month for the church was something around, like, in U.S. dollars, maybe, like, almost $50,000 a month. Wow. And, like, this is at the height of the pandemic where nobody knew what was going on. All the markets were crashing. Like, people didn't know how to work for money anymore because everyone had to stay home. Man. And just, like, his struggle of every month, God just providing just enough money. Like, he said, like, just, like, once, like, just a day before the all the expenses were due. Like, there was someone that um, wire transferred the exact, literally Jeez. the exact amount of money they needed left to pay off that bill that month. That's crazy. And just, like, all of that happening. And that's so crazy that God provided for them in that way. And just, like... I you know like I have no choice but to compare it to ADC because like that's the church that I love yeah and just like how how much of an opportunity we had in the way that like um obviously again like the church isn't perfect but like we didn't have to like think about financial hmm. burdens or financial costs as much as other churches may have had yeah who've had to go through the the quarantine simply because we're blessed to have like support from BMC and like yeah. equipment, like electricity, bathrooms, <laughs> building, like yeah. we don't need to pay rent or like, like just the <laughs> opportunity that we have yeah, in this special moment is I think something that like we shouldn't waste. And even like that Monday um, when we were saying bye to each other, like his, like his thing that he kept telling me was like, you're in this opportunity right now. Like don't let it, go away because opportunity doesn't come knocking twice yeah that's right and just the idea of like yeah like we're in such a special moment like agc is wow where like we have so much potential to do so much good for the city of philadelphia and beyond yeah and it's important for us that at least starting internally like within the i don't know like 40 50 people that we have that like go to service or are a part of AGC in some way. Like yeah, that's right. that we start from internally that we learn about what true community is, which is sacrifice. Yeah. Cause how are we going to impact 
people outside if we can't even yeah that's right we can't even uh start in our own home in our own church um and just that idea like um yeah like even what you brought up like jesus calling the disciples to go to the ends of the earth yeah that's right how can we preach the gospel and sacrifice to the ends of the earth if we can't even do that in our own home right now first um and like obviously everything is a process and like just seeing like agc's size and growth right now although it's not like as big as other churches and whatnot like i think this is still this season is a time for us to grow as a community not just in size but just in sacrifice and commitment to not even the ministry but just to one another yeah that's right um and so i I love that um i got to hear from him and, and he got to speak to agc yeah just about this idea of joy and and yeah, I, I just loved all of it, um, especially like the community piece of like, wow. again, how, how big of an opportunity we have right now. Because like I've been to other churches and it's like, it, it is quite sad to see like there's not a lot of young people attending those churches anymore. Yeah. Or even if they are, like I was saying earlier, like they're there, but not really available or mm. just like in and out, whatever. Yeah. And just to see like there's people that are still super young that are committed. Yeah to the church and to Jesus is like such a blessing that all of us should not like waste whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I remember like when you bring that up, I remember that, um, after that AGC service, right. We had like, we had a meeting with pastor Michael and a lot of the other, um, leaders from our parent church, uh, BMC. Um, and I really love how pastor Michael did emphasize that your young people are very important. Mm. that you know um not just to exclude you know our seniors or anything if you feel lot you feel if you feel young then you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but yeah um even because he did i remember him emphasizing like um i believe it was also in the sermon that like god can use you no matter what your age is it like some of us might be saying that Oh, we're too young. How how can I impact other people if I like you know I don't have, um, I don't have anything with me right now. I do not. Um, maybe I do not have, um, resources or money or whatever you know. But um, the the great thing about God is that God never asks us for things that we don't have. It's mm-hmm. always things that he's already given us. Yeah. It's already, it's always things that he's already put in our hands that we're using yeah. right now. Um, and that's good. Where did you get that? I think it was, uh, Stephen Furtick. He was preaching about Exodus. He was talking about, uh, Moses when he was, uh, at the burning bush. God asked him. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That what do you sense. have in your hand? I have a staff. Oh. He threw it on the ground. That's it good. Turned into that's snake. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember he was preaching about that, and it's just like that for me. That was a real life changer. Like, and for for a lot of us, it should make us think. Then, like, what talents did God give me right now that I can use to bless other people? Mm-hmm. For some of us, maybe we're good with our words. You know. Uh, maybe we're good with social media. Maybe we're good with um, encouraging other people to do better, yeah. you know, um, whatever it is. Like God always has something um, that he gave you that you can mm. use for yeah. his kingdom. And I think that's 
that's a healthy way to look at church, right? What can I do for other people? Yeah. Because, like, I think... Like, I, I think, like, American churches sometimes get in this habit of, like, oh, this part of the church serves, and this other part of the church <laughs> just shows up and receives it, wow. and go back home and just... Yeah. Same thing next week. But it's, like, if you read, like, the original communities... Yeah. That were created right after Jesus ascended into heaven. Yeah. They were communities that serve one another. Wow, yeah. Like, it wasn't just one person preaching, singing, dancing, yeah. worshiping, and other people watching. Yeah. But it was everybody having different roles yeah. in their church. And just that same idea of, like, like, yeah, like, obviously, loving, loving your church means being available to your church. But also, like, loving your church means like sacrificing for your church yeah and even like um loving your church this is all this is also a segue too but like loving your church is also um running to the church when you have issues not running away from it wow yeah Cause i think sometimes people like tend to get this idea of like oh i guess i'm not good enough for the church let me go away when in reality like the true church that jesus calls us to be is like a wow. church that is bearing each other's burdens. Yeah. And so in that way, we fulfill the law of Christ. Yeah. And just the idea of like... um, And again, that goes back to being vulnerable and being honest. Yeah, that's true. Which is like difficult for a yeah. lot of people, you know? Um, Yeah, I mean, when when you said about the, the early churches, I think that the Bible does give us a lot of the blueprints that we can use today. And probably like... Well, for me, how I think about it is, I think a healthy church is one that does benefit from, that not just benefit from uh, one another in the community, but is a community that is filled with people that is serving one another, you know? Mm. Not just one that's, um, like, you know, um, what we were talking about last week about mutualism and parasitism, that people are uh, giving to one another as well as receiving from one another rather than just take yeah. take and take and not giving to each other you know and yeah we that also goes back to sacrificial love there's going to be a lot of things that maybe we feel that we don't want to do or rather not do um whether it's with our time our money our resources whatever but that's what god wants yeah. us to do yeah and like yeah going yeah this idea of like Again, because some people view the church as a place where they just consume, yeah, and just like gets just like get stuff and feel good and prepared for the week. But it's like, yeah, what are we what are we giving back to the community? Yeah, um, that's right. And like, yeah, I agree. On one hand, you said that um, the easiest way to see what you're good at right now, and just like doing that for the church. But I think there's also another part where maybe it's something that you're not really good at right now, but you just like doing it. Wow. And yeah. then, like, in the church, it grows like that. Yeah. And, like, you can start... Like, even for me, like, preaching was not something that I enjoyed particularly. Like, yeah. I didn't enjoy talking to people. But, like, just because I saw the opportunity that, that was there for me and placed for me at that moment, I just took it. And, like, for better, for worse, I just ran with it. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure for you, like... Like, I remember, like, years ago, like, learning guitar. You learned <laughs> guitar Friday nights. Like, I'm sure, like, back then you weren't great at it as yeah. you are today but like you just went you just took it and ran yeah um and like yeah i i think it just goes back to availability because yeah. like 
you can this, this is what i always tell everyone at church that ministers like you can you can learn any ability but it's like the heart to be available is something oh, yeah. that you can't teach definitely i think that yeah that's why oh, man pa- pastor michael he's so good <laughs> can uh he when he preached um to agc as well as the first uh two service for bmc he talked about david a lot yeah he talked about how samuel when he saw um all of the sons he he realized that there were um like you know a lot of the other sons were like you know more built or like more talented and but god ended up choosing david who was just this shepherd boy scrawny little kid who's just trying to yeah. you know keep the the sheep safe out in the wilderness but god ended up choosing him over the other over the others or even king saul just because he had the heart to to be available for god yeah. he had the heart to um to just want to please uh to please god in any way he can you know and um yeah it's just because if god wanted to use people that are talented that are perfect he could have but like throughout the bible we see that he used people that were um that were broken that were imperfect but they did have the heart to want to follow god to the ends of the earth Mm -hmm. like you know you look from genesis or even earlier i said uh moses he wasn't uh like he wasn't really born to be a leader per se like yeah. he was he started he couldn't do public speaking or anything mm-hmm. like that like um for him to talk to a bunch of people was a struggle or um someone like peter you know in the new testament he he said that he would follow jesus throughout to the ends of the earth but um on the night when jesus was arrested he ended up um denying him three times as jesus um as jesus had predicted yeah but you know these all these characters that you see in the bible you uh the one thing you see in common is that they had the heart to want to be available Mm. for god yeah you know and um just like the first sermon that he preached also just about david's willingness to do small things wow that's what i really liked also yeah like he's telling his own story about like how in his church like He's still the one that makes the thumbnails and the one yeah. that edits all of the YouTube videos every Sunday, even when he's in Philly now and just, like, back home, too. And, like, like God bless him because I couldn't yeah. do that. Like, <laughs> if I asked Nina to teach me how to do all that stuff and Kevin, like, I would not know how to do any of that stuff. Yeah. But just this idea of, like, if we're not willing to do small things, then how will God trust us with the big things? Yeah. And just, like, ugh. Because, like, I see so much, like, this, like, spirit or just this desire of wanting to be in the lights or or always get the recognition at church and stuff like that. But it's, like, that's cool and all, but, like, have you ever considered why or have you ever considered the, the process that someone had to go through to get there? Wow. It's, like, even with my dad. Um, like everyone sees the church now, but like nobody saw him when like there was literally just him and his, and my mom and just like 10 or 20 people together in their, in their little house. Yeah. 
or when they like rented a church in Chinatown where literally people like selling dope right outside the church as like the <laughs> night before church started and just like yeah it's easy it's it's almost too easy to point fingers at people but it takes a real person of integrity to be like hmm maybe this does require sacrifice yeah um man there was this one quote from pastor michael that i really like he said that if anointing only came from hard work maybe david wouldn't have been anointed at all mm. though he does look at the heart more um <clears throat> Yeah, uh, and also just what Judah said, maybe that we were not being trusted with bigger things because God doesn't see that, you know, we're not really handling the smaller things as well as he wanted us to, you know. And I do remember that Pastor Michael also said that if, like, he could have hired a bunch of people to do all those little small tasks um, that um, for his church, but the only... Like, the reason why he doesn't stop doing it is because he doesn't want God to stop. He doesn't want God to not trust him anymore, you know? Yeah, with or the big things. With the bigger yeah. things. If he stops doing all those little things, like, he will think, like, oh, you're big. You're a big guy now. Yeah, you, <laughs> like, think, you think you're, you're all big. that now. Yeah, exactly. You know? that, And that's, like, the whole reason why Saul lost his anointing mm. to be king. Because God sees that, oh, you think you're all that now. You think you're the king now that you can do all these yeah. things. Now, yeah. You know. And it, it comes from a place of pride where yeah. it's just like, oh, God may have brought me here, but I did all the all the yeah. rest myself. And it brings me to like just this. <laughs> this is like a kind of related. Maybe we'll <laughs> see. But like this idea, like I'm sure you've heard of it. Just like this idea of like alpha male, right? Yeah. And just like leader of the pack and like. Yeah. He's the one that makes the big decisions and stuff like that. Wow. And, but, like, the funny thing is that, like, scientists have researched this idea within, like, wolves. Yeah. Of, like, alpha male, of, like, being dominant and, like, taking and and bullying the sigmas or, like, the people under. <laughs> but, like, in nature, that's not even, like, it's false. In nature, like, the alpha male or the yeah. leader of the pack isn't the one that's, like, being a jerk or, like... Yeah. Or, like, doing any of that stuff. But they're the ones actually sacrificing for the rest of the group. Yeah, definitely. And it's what's even more interesting is that only when they were, like, put in a really bad situation where there's, like, not enough food left. Yeah. Or they're being hunted or something like that was when the alpha male would turn on that, like, more yeah. vicious, like, competitive. Just because it's a fight for resources. Yeah. Um, and in the same way, relating it back to us, like... Maybe the reason we get, we're so competitive is because there is, like, something we're enslaved to or, like, wow. something just, like, I don't know, that's captivating us and we're not seeing the big picture of what it means to love and what it means to sacrifice in love. Wow. Um, man, God bless Lion King. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, um, to be honest, um, God does show how sacrificial works how 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 sacrificial love works in nature just as judah said because yeah like he said um the alpha male is the one that's eventually like even fighting off all the other um other packs that's trying to invade yeah exactly and, or all the other animals too just because that's like you know that's their uh role in the pack and like I, after hearing that sometimes like there's a question that we should ask ourselves, like, 
are we willing to still do that are we if there's like if something is attacking our church right now attacking our community are you willing to defend it mm. are you willing or are you just gonna run away yeah or are you just gonna run away you know um because even though like you know maybe we say that oh yeah i'm so planted in this church i am i'm such a i'm such a good member you know i attend all the services i go to all the agls uh bible studies whatever you want to say mm. um like when the going gets tough are we really going to put our foot down or are we going to run away from it you know mm. um <clears throat> and that's again that's also just having the heart to be available um, yeah. for god you know yeah no yeah i agree and just like I guess wrapping it up soon. Yeah. Like, like it's a, uh, obviously a lot easier said than done. Yeah. And definitely. like as much as like I wish, like even right now in my head, like mm, I'm sure so-and-so would really <laughs> need to hear this podcast. Wow. But it's like <laughs> even for me and I'm sure for you and for like people that do listen, it's like let's not point fingers at yeah. others and let's just focus on ourselves first. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's like. Yeah, I'm sure other people can improve. Yeah. But I'm sure we could also improve a lot, too. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, at some point, someone's just going to have to start being better. Yeah. Um, and if it's not that other person, it's got to be us. Like, it's got to be us. Yeah. And there's this other good quote that from Pastor Michael I wrote down. Like, he didn't have, like, a lot of PowerPoints, but I just wrote down, like, his really good quotes. Yeah. One, one of it was about obedience and that obedience does not depend on who the person is but on the reality that god wants us to obey yeah like yeah even even on that same powerpoint it was like the way to do everything with joy is doing everything as if you're doing it for god yeah just like wow that's that's good (laughs) and then like and then after that he still continues that if we realize that we're doing everything for god it just becomes easy yeah because we realize it's not for god it's not because you know even though this person might hurt us or anything, it doesn't matter on what mm. that person did. It's mm. because we're doing it for a higher yeah. reason rather than just yeah. this person. And the idea that we we won't disappoint God yeah. with whatever we do as long as we do it with a pure heart. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, and like that even like, yeah, even for my own life, like sometimes um, can I be disappointed with like not a lot of people showing up or like mm. people not coming to events stuff like that? Yes, but like, I have to keep reminding myself and that's like, that's the practice we need to have. We have to remind ourselves yeah. and like literally ingrain it in our brains that we don't do this for people in the first place. If yeah. we did, we would have stopped doing this a long time ago, but like ministry, loving people, sacrificing, we do it definitely. for people, but we on the bigger picture, do it for God. Yeah. And even definitely. if people treat us the wrong way, even if, even if agency never changes, yeah. as long as we sacrifice, God sees that. Yeah. And he'll repay us and reward reward us accordingly. Yeah, definitely. And so, like, yeah, it's 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 important we think of a bigger picture that yeah, doing everything for God, yeah. and especially sacrificing the way Jesus sacrificed. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a good place to end it for this episode. Um, yeah, I hope I hope you guys are blessed from this uh, two part episode that we. Um, that we decided to 
where we decide to talk about sacrificial love and community obedience. is sacrifice. Community is sacrifice. <laughs> and as as we oh as on while we're on this subject, closing remarks. Yeah, we have randomly decided that every scene will be five episodes. Uh, yeah. So this is episode three. Two more episodes left till season two is done. Yeah. And after that, we're gonna take a little break. Hopefully, it can not be too long. It, it can be it can range anywhere from taking a break during summer yeah to taking a break during the rest of the year or whatever whatever the case may be but um yeah we thank you guys for joining us again um and if you're listening on apples or apples apple spotify <laughs> whatever you're listening from um if you want to subscribe leave a rating yeah. hopefully a good rating but it's not <laughs> still okay yeah um, and if you guys do have any questions uh, for us about any of these topics too, yeah, just um, don't f- be afraid to reach out to Judo or to me or even your AGL leaders or just someone from church, you know. Um, but yeah, hope these two episodes have been a blessing for you guys. Check out our other episodes if you guys yes, haven't. Yes, sir. Also, and um, any anything else? Any other announcements? <sighs> <laughs> I guess not yet. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. But yeah, on that note, just keep a lookout on the next episode yeah. next Wednesday, midnight, same time as always. <laughs> but until then, we'll see you guys. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Bye.